Hi, everyone. This is Allison Graves, but instead of your normal news update, we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to play an excerpt from our latest episode of Right Lane, which is another Tampa Bay Times podcast hosted by Enterprise editor Maria Carrillo and Enterprise reporter Lane DeGregory. In the excerpt that you're going to hear, Maria, Lane, and I discuss uh, how the coronavirus podcast came to be and how we're getting it done Please keep in mind it was recorded on Skype, but nevertheless, I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Right Lane, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. Each week, Times reporter Lane DeGregory discusses your stories and answers your questions, but focuses on craft. My name is Maria Carrillo, and I'm the Enterprise Editor at the Times. Today's topic, covering the pandemic. We know these are crazy times and we want to jump in and talk this week and in the coming weeks about covering the coronavirus. Allison Graves, our producer, is joining the conversation. Normally, she listens quietly and tries not to visibly cringe at anything we say, but she's been in the thick of things and took an interesting approach weeks ago. She created an off-the-news podcast, Coronavirus in Florida, where she's tackled specific topics and had guests join her for Q&As. This episode will also be featured there. So let's start with that other podcast. Uh, Talk about how that idea evolved, Allison, and what you were trying to do with it. What were your aspirations? So it's interesting. I think it was after we had the first confirmed coronavirus case in Florida, Eli Zhang, who's the director of digital design at the Tampa Bay Times, slacked me and uh, Carolyn Fox and said, hey, what if we did a coronavirus podcast? And The thought hadn't crossed my mind at that point. I was really brainstorming of more general news podcasts at the time. But I remember I said, that sounds really interesting. And that night, I just couldn't stop thinking about the idea. And I came in the next day and I just I just did something. I just got an interview with um, Dr. Mark Yacht, who's a retired doctor who used to work in Pasco County. And I just kind of wrote a top very it was very much inspired by uh, the podcast Right Lane, how you guys are very quick to kind of just get right into it. So I just did the first one and then people liked it and I just kept going. And it's interesting because I think a lot of the times with projects, uh, there's a lot of time to plan and before you actually start doing it. But this was probably the idea was on a Monday and I had the first podcast out on a Wednesday. So it happened really fast, but I'm, I'm glad it did. So you're saying we overthink things too much in a newsroom? <laughs> well, I, I honestly, you know, I'm not going to say we overthink it, but I'm so glad we didn't overthink this because I think a lot of the times, mm-hmm. just from my personal experience, I do overthink it to a point where I might not want to do it because it's not per- perfected. And I think that was one big thing with this podcast is um, I just wanted to do it and I wanted to keep putting out content and I'm a perfectionist, but this podcast has really taught me that, you know, maybe don't care as much about being a perfectionist, just get some content out there. And now that I've done it, I feel a lot more confident. Like every episode I do, I feel a lot more confident and I've been finding my way a little bit more on what I want it to be. Um, So it's been a fun process and I've learned so much about podcasting, doing it. I think that's a great lesson for for just jumping in. And I do think that sometimes we we overthink and we find reasons to talk ourselves out of doing something. 
and then we, uh, you know, and then you realize, okay, yeah, we're, we're not the New York Times. We don't have, you know, a huge production staff ready to jump in. But um, if you've got people who are smart and willing to do it, um, I, I think it's really a really nice addition to our coverage. I appreciate that. But I definitely, one thing, I love, you know, the Daily from the New York Times. I love NPR's podcast. They have a really awesome, you know, Daily Coronavirus podcast. And I love listening to those uh, podcast. But one thing I try to keep in mind is uh, they do have teams that are, you know, five, 10. And I know the daily staff is almost 40 people. So I try to keep that in mind when I produce my podcast too. I, I, I want to do something that I know I can, I can execute. And I think it's easy to get intimidated and say, well, I can't do that. I shouldn't do it. But I think, you know, we've done something that really works for the Tampa Bay times. And uh, I wish I had more people to work on it, but I'm getting something done and I'm I'm happy with the, the the kind of where things end with the podcast. I feel like it's either really informative, it either answers a question that I think people have, or lately I've been trying to tell more stories. So I hope to, in the future, really hit the storytelling aspects and, and start to do that a little bit more. And this is just you, right? Are you doing this all on your own, Allison? Yeah, so I come up with the ideas, I write the episodes, I book the guests, I interview them, I and then I edit and produce them. And then my boss, Josh Gillen, he will he edits my script and he'll edit my first draft when I've produced everything with the music and gives me feedback. So it is and we're working remotely. So you know, I don't talk to my boss on the phone every day. So it is it does feel like I'm doing it alone, but I consider my sources too as kind of like they're kind of going through it with me too, you know. And half of my sources have been reporters at the Tampa Bay Times, so you know it's easy to maybe feel alone. But I I get to interview people almost every day, and I get to talk to my colleagues, so it's it's kind of nice. How many episodes have you done already? So we published, I think, fourteen now. Wow. So. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm almost at the point where I can't remember an episode I did. So that's like my goal to just like start forgetting an episode because I'm <laughs> but uh, like every other day almost, right? Yeah, it started every other day. But as we've been trying to do more narrative storytelling, those definitely take a lot longer. So, you know, if you listen to my podcast, you'll more than likely come across a Q&A. Um, where I just sit down with an expert, usually a doctor, an infectious disease specialist has kind of been the normal source. But, you know, I did this one with our features reporter, Christopher Spada, about these um, two uh, Tampa Bay residents who got coronavirus and had two completely different symptoms. And that was just, just so much more work. It was a 45-minute interview with the reporter, an hour-plus audio from the interviews that he did. And then I also had my part, my intro, outro, all of that. So I was looking at about two hours of audio to, to edit down into, you know, 10, 20 minutes. So the more narrative, the harder, but I, I really love the payoff from those narrative pieces. I, I think you really, I find that you can really um, understand a source when I hear them talk, you know, it's like, that sounds like my dad I, I or that sounds like my aunt or, you know, that sounds like my sister. It really creates an emotion behind the story a lot of the time. 
Okay, that does it for today's news update. If you want to hear the rest of the podcast where Lane Marie and I talk about other work that Times reporters are doing to cover the pandemic, you can visit tampabay.com slash podcasts. You can also access Right Lane wherever you get your podcast. That's W-R-I-T-E-L-A-N-E. That's Right Lane. So be sure to go look it up and subscribe and listen to the rest of the episode. Thanks for listening.